welcome to our latest podcast with myself, Nicole Pierce Turner, and my co host, Caroline Hayes. Hello, Nicole. Hi, Caroline. <laughs> I'm so pleased to see you because uh, you were pinged, weren't you? I hope you haven't got any no symptoms. You're all you're feeling fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, you know what? It was just someone that was um, in my vicinity told me that they'd, um, yeah, tested positive. So I had to, I had to isolate. I have been double jabbed, but I had to isolate. As of next week, we won't have to do that, will we? By the sounds of it, we won't. You know, if we get a negative test back, then which I have, I'm all good. Yes. Then, um, then we don't have to do that. But yes, it's it's caused a few issues I'll be honest and it's been a first-hand experience as is all these things with how you have to navigate life work children and you know health in general when anything happens but no I'm all good thank you I'm all good Caroline oh that's good to hear that's good to hear we were a bit worried for a minute there that you were not quite 100% so it's good no I'm I'm very relieved not not to not to have got the uh you know not not to have got it but it i mean it has caused a lot of people and companies to take a like uh, you know a close look at how they're living and working um and for many people it has been an excuse to rethink how they live their lives and again certainly my week has totally been turned upside down in its head where i was meant to be having people in doing things with the children getting work done i've just had to literally you know yet again almost lock down myself and it does highlight how that's still quite um, a, a bit of an issue. Yeah. I think everyone is, today, the way we live, we're so dependent on other people and we're just grateful for just meeting up and, and support and things like that, And uh, mm. which is why um, you know, any any help that can be given to help us get fit and healthy and, and yep. just, it's all good, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, you know, anything that can, anything that can help us, um, whether it be charities, whether it be health, fitness regimes, mental health, all of these things, I think are really important. Um, certainly, I've probably had a bit more sleep this week than I would have done normally, just to noise, quiet and the noise of the four children that have been stuck in my house with me. But um, no, it has been great to sort of, you know, look at other areas. And that does lead us nicely onto our guest today, who's John Stone, Marketing Director at Relec. I mean, Relec supports so many charities and good causes, in particular those for young engineers. So it's it's lovely to welcome him again, John. Hello, John. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning, Caroline. <laughs> Hello, John. <laughs> Good to see you. And you too. Very good to see you. Obviously, not everyone can see us, but um, they can hear us. But yeah, it's great to see you. And um, John, Relex supports many charities and good causes. Um, can we talk about some of them later? It'd be good to, be good to go over yeah, that. Yeah, love to. But just first, tell us about how Relex helps young engineers. You know, what sort of practical support do you offer and for what level? Well, but being um, a company that, you know, we specialise in power conversion products and display technologies so the help that we can give to young engineers can be anything just from a bit of advice over the phone um, you know if they've if they're working if they're at school or at university undergraduates or even sort of postgrad projects if they've got any questions we are more than happy to provide our advice free of charge um, you know in in those in those areas um, we're also more than happy to offer samples uh, of power supplies or displays to students as well for, for projects. All we ask of them is just tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Um, 
um, and we can you know, maybe maybe we can use that as a as a news story on our website and uh, and and provide some some good news back to back to the marketplace on what we're doing. That sounds like a rich seam of of uh, talent and design ideas. There are there any projects that stand out with what you've been doing, John? There's um well there's 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 a lovely one that's featured on our on our website actually where a student was uh, we supplied a um, hundred watt. ACDC power supply. Uh, this is for for an audio engineering student who was uh, at a project where he designed a blower to um, to to um, push um, air through a recorder um, and also to power some actuators to actually play the recorder uh, remotely. So he's actually sort of doing it from a from a keyboard or from a MIDI computer. Um, and it's amazing, fantastic video on our website. If you get a chance on uh, on on the working with students um, site, it'll it'll make you make you laugh. Tell us about this competition. I mean, what's the idea behind it? And I mean, you know, about the students that take part. Tell us a bit more about that. Um, well, well, this pre- previous um, project was was just a an undergraduate project, but uh, we've also been involved heavily with um, with Team Bath. Um, Student Electric, which is a, a, a racing car competition. Um, this is a, a competition that is sponsored by the Institute for Mechanical Engineers, and I think there's they have around about 100 teams entered worldwide. Um, wow. And Team Bath have been developing um, a fully electric racing car, and we've supported them uh, with a with an eight-inch letterbox TFT display that they use in their for uh, in their cockpit. Um, so it gives them information on uh, what, what's what's happening with the battery cell voltages within the car, uh, and provide lots of diagnostic information back to the back to the driver, and also it, it provides information um, back to the the judges, the scrutineers that that are uh, are looking uh, at how the car's performing whilst it's being tested. Okay, so so these are um, un- undergraduates, presumably with the teaching staff supporting them. That's right. Yeah, in their construction. Okay. That's right. Um, so, did that happen this year, last year? No, that was that was. I think it was that was sort of twenty. Well, we've been supporting them for a couple of years actually, but sort of twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. We were working on that project. So that that was when you provided the the letterbox display. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. To put the display into uh, an electric vehicle, what sort of design considerations did, did you have to think about for that particular environment? We had to. Um, we can't use sort of glass in a in a sort of vehicle, so we had to sort of um, replace the front panel uh, that normally comes on the unit with, with a polycarbonate. Um, and they also needed something with very very high brightness. Um, I can sure you can imagine that an, an open cockpit racing car um, on a on a hot sunny day. You're not going to see a standard brightness, so uh, yeah, we had to we had to sort of tweak the the backlights on there for them. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, what was the reaction to that display? Because it sa- sounds very high tech. <laughs> I mean, did it did it give Team Bath an edge? I'm already getting ideas for my own <laughs> for my own things. I'm sure you can. Imagine well, I, I, but... I know the, um, the the sort of the judges sort of seem to like it. It was like the first time that they've been um, been able to to sort of look at the performance of what was going on within the car from just from the display that's in the car, rather than having to sort of hook up external computers to it as well so um and and they could um when they're trying to set the car up as well whilst it's on um in the pit lane 
they can see exactly what's going on with the electrics and the motors and the batteries inside the inside the car. So yeah, I'd like to think it gave them an advantage. That's good. And uh, there's <laughs> a, another university-related project. Uh, is it Bombardier, the the Derby University team? That's right. This is a few years ago now. We we worked um, we worked with them. There was a, um, a, a a student project where they were um, developing a it was a sort of ten and a half um, inch miniature railway, but they're putting all of the all of their skills that they're sort of developing for, for sort of fully electric vehicles through into miniature railway um, God, applications. It's like something out of Legoland. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've got this picture. So we we again we supplied them there. It was a three kilowatt um, power supply that was used to power the the bogey motors, um, and um, I think they won a they won an award for the for the quietest. Um, quite as loco in their class, which was was quite nice for them as well. Yeah. Was that all down to the power design? Because I imagine the I, uh, the power produced a lot of the noise for a, a loco. You might say that I couldn't possibly comment. Now I'm sure that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 sure it's more to their engineering um, expertise. But uh, yeah, we'd like to think we helped them where we could. And I heard you also even supplied some t-shirts. We did, well, yeah, we you? did. Um, you even supplied merchandise. <laughs> I mean, that's like an extra, isn't it? <laughs> we did, yeah, yeah. Stop, stop them getting their their good clothes um, sort of dirty whilst they're out working on yeah, this. Unit. Above and beyond. <laughs> so, uh, um, it, obviously, both of those sound like very good practical projects. But what does? Um, participating in these two the team bath the e-racing and the railway challenge what does that mean for the students what do they get out of it do you think well i'm sure i mean the, the, the main thing they get is is actually sort of working on a uh, working in a team and it gets them out of the classroom um puts the some of the uh, the the uh, the knowledge that they've learned in the classroom puts that to practical use um presumably for um, on their cv it's a it's a good uh, a, a good point to put down and maybe at the interview stage it's got some it's good talking points. oh absolutely for... we'd yeah. love to talk to you know when we've um we've sort of interviewed um people for sort of sales engineers roles within relay if there's uh we'd love talking to people about their about the projects that they've done it, it shows a practical aptitude it's very important to us if we're looking to recruit people okay yeah, I mean, what about younger students? Does Relec have any support in place for students, say, at GCSE or A-level? Um, and if you do, like, how do you engage with those students? Well, again, it's the same. I mean, essentially, when we did the Southern Manufacturing um, exhibition mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, last time we did it, we on the final day, we were sort of inundated with, uh, with school students that were, I think they were local to Farnborough. Um, that were coming onto the stand and trying to get across to them if they've got any questions that they've got, we we've all will always make time to speak to students or you know any engineers sort of whatever level, be it GCSE right the way through to um, to sort of postgraduate level. Um, we really want to support the next generation of engineers. I mean, from a, from a from a personal point of view, as far as the company is concerned, the more that we can do to help people at this stage, hopefully they'll remember us and they'll come back and be our customers in the future. So, so this isn't helping with with homework. It's not cheating, is it? What sort of 
questions uh, are you able to help them with on the practical level? I would never ask someone to actually send me their homework to do, but uh, now I can, uh, it, it could be anything. You'd love that, John. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not busy at all. You'd have plenty of time for doing people's homework. Yeah, sure. it, it could be sort of anything, you know, if they're sort of trying to understand the basics of, um, of sort of Ohm's law, um, more than happy um, to, to help people with it with the practical aspects of what they're doing especially on uh, you know my expertise is on the power side so you know trying to dimension a power supply for a particular application um, just just pick up the phone and speak to us and um, we'll talk to them about about earthing issues we'll talk to them about cooling issues um, whatever it is I'm more than happy to to talk to anybody as, as, a, as a company you know we're all um, our, our technical sales team we are all engineers um, and we love to get really deep and dirty with what the what um, our customers are doing with their applications um, and the same goes for students we, hopefully we can sort of pass on the knowledge that we've gained over well in my case sort of best part of 35 years um, try and pass some of that on to the next generation of engineers that's I mean that's that, I love that because you're kind of tailoring things to whatever they need things to be aren't you which is great so and the fact that you like you say you give free um advice is 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 really quite something that people can call up and and not feel like they're burdened absolutely no 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 question is 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 too small really i'm more than always happy to um to offer advice if we can give it if not we'll point people in the direction try and try and point them in another direction if we can't help yeah, and you never know where that you know you never know where that may lead. Someone might talk to you, and, and you just don't absolutely. Know, do, you, so. yep. do you personally, or Relook as a company, visit secondary schools, colleges, I mean universities, to take part in project workshops? If it's in local areas, um, you know, maybe as part of curriculums or career days, sort of how how involved? You know, obviously, sort of <laughs> location and area permission. Absolutely, yeah. It's not something that we've physically done, but it's something we're very keen to look at. So, you know, mm. if any um, uh, and any sort of teachers or, or lecturers would would like us to come in and, and give a presentation on um, on power supplies, displays, or even if it's uh, just you know for someone like myself sort of passing on my experience going moving from an engineer to sales and marketing director of a of a company I'm more than happy to go in and 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 give a talk um yeah hopefully local to where we are yeah yeah but that's that's great i think that's really that's great that you'll do that i mean um well, i think that's telephone. quite oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. God, i was just going to say i think that's quite important because so often um at secondary school, they have to take their GCSE options and they don't know what they want to do. But if someone can say, this is what an engineer does, these are the options, these are the possibilities and the career paths, then that that's great insight for children of 14, 15, 16 who haven't got a clue what they want to do, but they know they like you know, dismantling things and putting them back together again. So those career days and someone articulate and uh, able to tell them it gives them an insight into what the career is. I, I think it's great. So I'm really pleased to hear you do yeah, that, John. Absolutely. Again, you know, more than happy. If anyone's, you know, anyone's sort of listening to this podcast and and uh, who's at school or a student and not quite sure what direction they want to go, you know, studying electronics or engineering in general, I'm more than happy to um, to take a call. Um, I say, you know, from a from a personal point of view, you know, I started off as a design engineer um, and then sort of moved through project management and into sales so and as part of my job 
as sales director here, I get to meet a lot of engineers. So there's, um, it, it's amazing the wealth of opportunity that's out there and, and different engineering roles that are out there in this country. So um, we, we're always happy to try and pass on some of that advice. That's brilliant. I mean, and we'll, we'll, we'll give the telephone and email address at the end of the podcast. So if people are interested, have a pen and paper or your keyboard ready to, t- to take those down. Um, and obviously, yeah, I mean, Caroline, the website has lots of great things on there as well, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you do much with the, the um, youngest students? You don't go down to the primary school? No, 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 no. Okay. So it's so mainly, I mean, Relex support in place for students at GCSE or A level. It's mainly that kind of. It's probably more undergraduate level than yeah. than um, than schools. But as I said, more than happy. Sixth form definitely would be happy to um, to help out. Uh, um, Nicole mentioned the uh, the Relex website there, and you've got some uh, great pictures of some charity work you've done for the brain tumor charity. Both you and Peter Lappin have gone far and wide to raise money. Yeah. Can you tell us about Relex involvement and fundraising activities for this charity? Yeah, we got we got involved with the Brain Tumor Charity. Um, oh, when was it? Twenty seventeen, I think. Um, we started working with them. Um, sort of brain tumors kill more sort of young people than um, than sort of any other disease in this country, and it's it's hugely underfunded. Um, so we really wanted to sort of see if we could sort of do something to give something back. Um, and off the back of that, we, we had a, a meeting um, shortly after we decided to sign up with them and, and we were looking for ideas of things to do. And and I sort of threw out there, uh, being a keen cyclist, I said, well, I don't mind, I'll, I'll cycle John O'Groats to Land's End if, if the company will support me. And that was it. There was a, there was, there was a sort of um, a banging on the desk and um, that, that was that sorted. So um, back in 2018, we... Um, we, we sort of planned a route and we got involved with all our suppliers. We got them to, to sponsor us. So, again, we designed some merchandise. We, we designed some jerseys. Uh, we got some water bottles designed. Um, and I think we raised, it's about £10,500 wow. we raised for the Brain Tumor Charity. Um, and I spent with um, um, my wife and I, we did it together. Over 14 days, we rode 1,100 miles across the country. That's um, fantastic. Uh, it was probably the best sort of two weeks I've ever spent. So you're going to get on a bike again? Are you going to do anything like that? I would love to. I'm just waiting for the for the next opportunity. Um, yeah. I've, got, I've got a few sort of ideas in my head of things that I'd like to do. Um, yeah. One one that I'd love to do would be to um, to maybe take a ferry down to Bilbao or Santander and then sort of cycle back across France back to back to Roscoff. Yeah. Or maybe if we can get some of our Taiwanese suppliers to support us, I'd, I'd fancy the idea of cycling across Taiwan as well. That would be amazing. That would be great. Yeah, it? I think that's. I think it's great the way that companies do get so involved in in these charitable courses as well. And I just love the crossovers. And you know, obviously in the past, you sponsored um, our shirts for the Tunbridge Wells Soapbox event. And that's where students will build and race soapbox carts. Now, obviously, we didn't actually get to do it because of lockdown, but we are going to be doing that next year. And you're going to be, well, you've got a cart. We have, yeah, it is all ready to go. 
So, I mean, you really are a hard-working, adventurous lot, I would say, <laughs> aren't you? Um, you certainly um, put your money where your mouth is as far as getting involved in all of this. And that says a lot about you guys and the team as well, because you do all get involved. We've obviously talked to Peter Lapham as well with his walks po- across the yeah, desert. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Peter, Peter and... um, sort of the year after, he, he did a, um, I think it was 100 kilometres walk across the Sahara Desert as well, yeah. so for the Brain Tumor Charity, so... Um, yeah, I think that's something that it changed his life as well. Puts everything in perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, definitely, doesn't it just? I mean, anyone interested in contacting Relax, students or teachers for help with <laughs> homework, shall we say, <laughs> no, project queries, um, or even just anyone that actually wants to talk to you about kind of anything we've covered in this this podcast, you know, charitable workshops, just anything. What are the best contact details, John? Um, you can, well, sort of um, email me is probably the best way to do it. So it's john.stone mm-hmm. at Um You can find my details on our on our website. Um, uh, my, sort of, all my contact details are on the telephone numbers on there as well. Just just yeah. go to the website and um, say either email me or, or, or pick up the phone. They can contact the man, yeah, the voice yeah. behind... Yeah. The podcast himself, you heard it here. <laughs> and the office number actually is 01929 555 800 for anyone who has got a pen and feels like picking it up and calling it now. But if not, website's definitely the best, isn't it, Caroline? Yeah, it's the best way, isn't it? It's, it's just so nice that uh, a time when I'm writing so much about the skill shortage that uh, you've got an ethical UK company supporting the next generation of engineers as well as supporting communities and charities in a, and all of them are in such practical ways whether it's uh, helping the next generation or, or helping communities it's practical sensible things that you're doing it's great yeah and I think that's I think that says a lot a lot about you as a company as we've certainly worked with you for years but it's it, you, you know you can you can speak to anyone that's behind the company it's it's very mm-hmm. integrated you know what I mean it's very personal and Everyone gets very involved when I says that. And and that carries through with all the work that you do. It's just that people can call up and speak to you and you give that very personal service that um, is, is you know, quite unique. So keep going. Keep going. Thank you, John. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I mean, it's been, yeah, goodness me, always. We love talking to you. I mean, it's been really encouraging to hear about everything that Relic's doing. Uh, obviously, we need to get you back on that bicyclette maybe we could get a tandem going or something i don't know across taiwan <laughs> and certainly we need to get peter lapin back in those sahara you know shorts and hat that he donned he looked a bit like indiana jones and definitely looking forward to next year you guys getting involved with um not only the event itself but hopefully the younger generation of engineers that will be building the carts for racing with us at the soapbox that'd be really exciting so Thank you so much today. Um, glad it's all keeping you busy and well um, and fit and healthy. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, John. So today, Caroline, we were talking to Relic Electronics' John Stone. Relic Electronics is a specialist in power conversion and display products. For over 40 years, Relic Electronics has worked closely with key suppliers and specialises in a wide range of industry sectors, including automotive, industrial, transportation, instrumentation and defence. 
Its team of dedicated engineers is ready to support customers throughout the design process and specialist advisors can refine an initial specification for a given application to include bespoke features to meet the needs of a particular design or project. The company carries stock of all standard modules and accessories for next day delivery. You can find out more about the company's offering, as we mentioned earlier, at www.relec.co.uk. And for any students or charities listening that would like to get more involved with this um, fantastic company, please reach out to John Stone, as he mentioned. Thank you for listening to today's That Engineering Chat podcast. This is Chatty Hatter Engineering Podcast to allow you to listen in to candid behind-the-scenes conversations of leaders and experts in the electronics and manufacturing industries. To hear more That Engineering Chats, make sure you subscribe to That Engineering Chat at Apple or Spotify podcast services. If you want to be on the other side of the microphone and have topics or issues you'd like to discuss with us, your company can be part of the conversation as our podcast guest. Contact us to arrange a guest spot at hello at chattyhatter.com or visit www.chattyhatter.com. And thank you for me and thank you, Caroline. My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> until next time. Thank you, both of you. Until next time. Bye. Bye.